Hello and welcome to the 6++ Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome ladies, gentlemen and dread households to that 6++ Show. I'm your host Tom. I've been painting Cantor blue for approximately six hours. And it's all, like, all over your top. <laughs> I actually did have like a line of it on my on the side of my head earlier on, but I spot, I've spotted that before we've got on got on air, so that's gone now. Um, and I'm delighted to be here as your host, and I am joined once again by our dear leader Chris. Say hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. Chris, what's new with you? What have you been doing? I have well, I'm recovering from a heavy week of painting Harlequins. Yes, and then a good. heavier weekend of Warhammer playing, mm-hmm. and I'm just relaxing. You know, I've got pretty much everything painted for that. I've got an event in a couple of weekends' time, um, so I'm just making a couple of void weavers look pretty. Lovely. Um, might make the troops that I hacked together look a bit more finished. Um, yeah, so you're in the spot I hope to be in in a couple of weeks, where it's like <laughs> I, can, I can now improve <laughs> this and get this to looking half yeah, nice rather than exactly. just the sort of the rush. Um, what stage of the post-event cycle are you in? I sometimes get hit badly on Tuesday, sometimes I get hit badly on Monday. Are you on your way to recovery? Have you been through the sort of the difficult times? I'm, I'm okay. Yesterday, all I wanted to do was play Warhammer. <laughs> and I've had two on days Monday, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, does, it does do that. It does do that. It's always on the way home, your brain goes, oh, you could do this instead. You do some yeah, other, some other thing. That's when my wallet comes out normally. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I am also joined, of course, uh, of course by Lee, um, long-time Chaos Knights player. Uh, to, what, what have you been up to, Lee? <laughs> Reformed Chaos Knights player. <laughs> right back at it again. Yeah. For, uh, I guess for context, for those who don't know, I actually had a Chaos Knights army last edition when they came out. I thought they were pretty cool. Um, eventually thought, oh, you know what, I've got too many armies. I don't have the headspace for this. I remember your words, and your words were, I'm never going to play this. That's what you yeah, said. I'm never going to play it. I'm just not gonna <laughs> it. Um, and then uh, yeah, I've had a slight relapse in that I bought three Chaos Knight boxes. <laughs> uh, which is more, more than a minor relapse i would I stand say by it. i am never going to play that i'm not going to play yeah. these but <laughs> the, the only defense that i've got the only one yeah. is that i found the old imperial converted models very dull and that was part of okay the like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So lack the, of appeal the war the dogs new ones, are the new kits yeah. are so much nicer and there's you know what for the first time ever the chaos book has more variety in weapon options and loadouts than the imperial book i'm not saying it's a better book but i'm saying you've got war dogs with many different options you've got yep. big knights with many different options that you just don't get so that's great so yeah that's what i've been doing i've been spending best part of half a thousand pounds on uh, on, <laughs> on nights well there's nothing at all wrong with that and it's, it's a really exciting book i think and i think it's got, it's got lots of cool stuff going on in it and it's you know as we've been discussing it's what's nice about these chaos books so far is the way they're cross-compatible and there will yeah. be a lot of fun to be had with it whatever you end up doing with it right even if it's yeah, Thousand sure. sons or whatever else so no oh, that's we'll really, really cool so today we are a talking events past and we are a talking events future there are no events present because we're here and we couldn't be at an event at the same time chris wishes here. he was chris does wish he was chris chris never wanted to come home Never wanted to come home. No. He was kicked out, kicked out of the venue. Zach found him hiding in the right. bag. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> um, so, but that is where we're going to start. We're going to start with your adventures, Chris. So do you, do you want to tell the listeners briefly where it is you've been and what it is you've been doing? 
I went to Birmingham. Birmingham? Yeah. There was a little small 280-man event. A mere 280. Um, just as, yeah, that was, it was supposed to be like 500, I think, but I'm kind of glad there wasn't because the hall was well laid out. It was at a well wellness centre or something, like a good location, um, plenty of parking. It's um, a big one for me, that is. Yeah, it was. You could ever since you know, I've been burned by Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a rough day. It's just basically a massive field alongside the normal car park. But I um, love that though. That's enough. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah. As long as it's um, dry, you don't really want that in December. But there was a hotel which we stayed at, which was like two minute drive away. There was a Nissa, a two minute walk away. Uh, here's a here's uh, a question: yeah. Nissa or Nisa? I would have thought it'd be Nisa. I would say Nisa as well. Okay, well, okay. Two it's not one. Nissa Simpson, is it, Chris? <laughs> well, I mean, we can break the rule of English language multiple times. Says the uh, teacher. Yeah. Uh, um, importantly, what did you get for lunch? Yeah, that is important. On the Saturday, I had a ham and cheese tiger roll baguette, which was distinctly average. Yeah, it sounds then average. sounds dry. On mm. Sunday, we had a Deliveroo Subway. Oh, that's pretty good. You were saying Deliveroo, and I really had high hopes for a a second then, and Mm. something did bring it back down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. But we also got Deliveroo on the Saturday night, and that was like this chicken wings place, which was very good. That sounds more like it. And when you you say we, Chris, who were you with? Were you with perhaps a band of male nerds, friends of yours, companions, compadres? Fellow players, at least. Fellow players. Don't mean to alarm you, but I was with a lady. (laughs) You're with a lady at the event. My lady, my my lady friend. Do they have like a, you know, like when you go through the airport, they have like detectors to see like you're carrying weapons did they have like a female detector to be yeah, like oh, i'm not sure about this everyone's staring that yeah, yeah i can imagine there was a lot of staring. it's a shame because it, i want to say on one hand it's great to have a lady there and on the other hand i feel sorry for her already knowing that the, the yeah. how it probably felt to be fair everyone was everyone who spoke to her was very nice there was even a guy who offered her a chair there was also another guy who took away her chair because he was like sorry <laughs> this is my chair <laughs> Chivalry, alive and well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, literally it was the it. final game and she'd already taken a chair and then my yeah. opponent rocked up and she was like, oh, sorry, this is your chair. So took one from the table behind. And then it was Jamie Balcom who um, plays Custodian. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 Jamie, Jamie Balcom. Jamie. And, if he uh, wants a chair, he'll have his chair. She's taken Jamie's chair and Jamie's like, sorry, I need my chair. She was like, oh, sorry. This other guy had been by and was like, look, you can have my chair. Oh, I love that guy. That guy was a hero. He was like, Shout out that guy. Yeah, well done, that guy. So So she's learned a lot about the different kinds of players very, very quickly, really, through through the medium of chairs. She said, like, if you were just to look around the hall and, like, you would never in a million years be able to pinpoint the one thing all these people have in common because there's just so many different walks of life. You know, you've got such a wide variety of people who play the game. That's Um, probably a good thing. I think that's that's one of the cool things about it, isn't it? really is. No, very so, nice. Well, I, th- I think your lady merits a, a shout out and a, a well done for sticking out a whole GT with Chris. Yeah, well done, like, Chantal. That's, I mean, it's hard enough for around. us to stick out a whole GT. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, but that is that is a heroic effort, and it clearly clearly made made Chris's weekend easier um, as yes. well. So that's really nice. So, Chris, do you want to just quickly recap what it was that you took? Yes. So um, about two years ago, that's where you want to start, right? Um, I started. If you're, if, you're, if you're reaching for legitimacy, yes. But I would suggest that the reality is maybe two and a half months ago is a more realistic time frame. Um, but yeah, you carry on. Yeah. So, I, I, the time frame is exactly a week before the book came out, right? Chris? 
few years ago, I started collecting Harlequins and then lost interest Boom. very quickly. Yes, very nice. That was the end. Um, and then I started right, to get my Chaos Knight story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sold them all, bought them all back. I've been hunting for an army, managed to find one. So everyone who complimented my beautiful paint scheme um, at the weekend, thank you very much. It was not me who painted it, though. Um, it was all airbrushed by some other chap. Um, or lady. But... but um, yeah, I just kind of been building that. I'd yeah. had a few practice games. Um, I wanted and yours to see... was quite a distinct Harlequins build, actually, because I don't think I've seen a list yeah. quite like yours. So, do you want to take people through what how you're running Harlequins? Yeah, so I kind of when I started building them, I had no interest in the nine void weavers. They were going to get nerfed. It's not a particularly fun way of playing. Nine void so weavers, get to... in the sea, <laughs> get in the sea. So I do we know anyone was running weaver. nine. Pardon? Do we know anyone that's running now? No. I think uh, they're all I running saw... NIDs now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of us. <laughs> um, I saw an American event. Someone ran nine and did okay. I think they lost one game. Um, yeah, it, it does It does exist, but it's a bit of a fringe build now. Yeah. Um, so, no, I was running um, four characters. So I had two troop masters, a shadow seer and a solitaire. Talk I then language. had... Four ten-man units. So these were the big things. These were the mighty slayers of the enemy. Just, just, for, just for reference, ten-man troop units, right? Yeah. 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 I don't think you could run a ten of anything else in Harlequins, but no. Um, and then I had two fours of star of sky weavers, the bikes, and one two. Lovely. Um, and they were they were tooled up for combat, weren't they? They were glaives yeah, and shuriken cannons. So well rounded. It was all dark. So yeah. Um, the reason I people what dark does. So it fight on death, which is sometimes handy. So sexy. and the um, the most important thing is what well, I found may, might have been because of my opponents um, was the extra AP. Yeah, added point um, of AP is also really like nice. that's just so huge against armor of contempt. Yeah, in a world um, where that AP has been taken off you, you've got it back. Yeah, you know what's yeah. funny? I feel like on this very podcast, and I was thinking about this the other day. I think at one point I said, "Well, AP's irrelevant now because everything's got an invulnerable save." You did say that, and now how, how much have I had to eat my words since then? Well, I think I think someone at Games Workshop was listening to this and was like, "Up yours, Lee. I'm going <laughs> to you wrong. Sneak this yeah. little paragraph into the data slate and see what the hell happens." Yeah, but no, it's, it's a really cool list, and we we we'd obviously had a, a couple of practice games with the team, and one thing we'd learned very quickly from those games was that a ten man troop can really mess stuff up right when it wants to it's only about 180 points thereabouts yeah, but it hits like a about. train absolutely like a train it can punch up to pretty much anything if yeah. you roll remotely hot it'll just yeah, yeah. Anything. they're very cool very very cool so you've got a fragile quite melee centric isn't it it's not really got you're not really packing anti-tank at range no, it's all it's the combat really... army that you've built yeah Got a variety of pistols, which I fired approximately three times across the entire weekend. <laughs> the, um, the Sky Weavers and the Star Weavers had a little bit of shuriken, but it's all yeah. incidental. The two damage is nice, don't get me wrong. Incidental yeah, fire yeah. with two damage is really helpful. Yeah. Um, but no, there's... You know, it was a very different play style. The reason I moved away from Custodes is because I didn't want to be running just slow, slow like troops gradually going up the board yeah. and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. I want something different. I want to find out if Harleys are the army I want to play for kind of like the rest of the year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the goal. And, you know, we've spoken before about how we go to an event and we don't um, we don't set ourselves goals of like three, two, no. four, one and that. So no. I had – the main thing for me was at the end of the event, did I still enjoy playing Harlequins? Was that an army I wanted to play? Yeah. Um, 
try and learn the play style because it's very different to anything I'd played um, before. It's super and also, yeah. not be aggressive. So that was just something that I worked really hard on the entire weekend was when my instinct was, right, let's push everything forward. I went, no, what is the minimal amount of things I can move this turn to score myself my points? I can't condone um, this, but it sounds very sensible. And it was really, I think it was game two, actually. I was like, halfway through game two, I was like, Oh, this is really hard work having to think all this through, but actually this is really fun. Like just being like, <laughs> how can I play this mission with the minimal amount of tools? And I had multiple yeah. games where I didn't move a single model from like three or maybe even four mm. of my 10 man units. They were just sat there waiting because there was no need to. Mm. I was trying to play as much of the game with as few tools as possible. And that yeah. was a really interesting challenge actually. It so is. And it's, it, it, it reflects the fact that you, I guess is this is, I can't. You probably haven't played an army that has as little by way of actual total wounds and staying power yeah. as this, have you? I don't think. You know, other no. armies that you played, Custodes, admit okay. there's been more wounds on the line. I mean, as you, we know, with Harlequins, you do have to use those resources, right? Otherwise, as soon as it goes out there, it dies. That's so it. You've in, got a game with a big, in a game with a big swing at the end, if you're all out of puff, that's yeah. That's a really interesting one. Maybe I need to learn from you because I'm very guilty of being all dead by turn three, four with Harlequins, and then. Well, yeah, that that. Is. <laughs> it was a really good time, actually. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the sensible thing is to, I mean, it, it's up to you how much detail you want to go into each game. Obviously, it's a five-game event, um, and some, some, some games will have stood out more than others, but if you want to just take us through your kind of event progress, event pattern, yep. that'd be great. Excellent. So, um, yeah, I've kind of highlighted three games that I'll talk a bit more detail about because I think sure. there's, like, learning moments there. Yeah, um, so, game one. I've got thousand sons. I've got sons. thirty scarab occult terminators. Oh my word, thirty! That's 30 that's, that's a lot. It is a lot. That's now, the most you can have. <laughs> it is. Unless um, didn't you write a list with four squads in? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the list never got to see the light of day, unfortunately. But it was oh, yeah. Lee, two twenties and two fives. Sent me a list and was like, "What do you think of this list?" And I was like. But I think you work with rule of three. Other than that, it's great. I loved that. That <laughs> balance, though, felt so good. And I was like, why can't we do that? But yeah, that was sad. Uh, you, carry, you carry on, Chris. What was the mission? What was the situation? Um, so it was abandoned sanctuary. So you're not yep. allowed to deploy. It's like the one in the middle on the sides. And then um, the interesting thing is that about a thousand sons match up is my 10 mans can just destroy. Well, yeah. mathematically, a 10 man kills eight to nine Scarab Occult Terminators if you invest four to five CP. Yeah. Now that's a 180 point unit killing about a 450 point unit. Yeah. So you've got an amazing ability to trade there. Mm. On the other hand, Thousand Sons have so much shooting which just wrecks Harlequins because mm. it's high volume and they've also got all the mortal wounds. So you get it wrong and you just get blown off the table. Yeah. It's a dance, um, a proper dance. Yeah, so it was a really interesting game. So to get playing- Death Hex. Or twist uh, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, well, I've since buying our game where Death Hex was crucial. Um, actually, Death Hex wasn't that big a deal because the unit I threw out was just going to die anyway. Yeah, as yeah. long as it's happening to things you're right. happy to lose. It's yeah, all right. exactly. So mm. it's fine. Um, so, so Sam was running thirty Terminators. He's a thousand. Uh, he's a like a chaos diehard. So he's run all the chaos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and what I hope the Thousand Suns player do is, I hope they choose Psychic Interrogation. Um, because that means I can then stick my characters in boats and stuff. And mm-hmm. Sam did do that. Um, I mean, I didn't get to play my characters, but, you know, we trade. Um, and I also hope they come at me piecemeal. 
And what Sam did was uh, Sam went first, got first turn, which was really helpful for me. And he just moved a block of terminators forward. So yeah. and then said, "Right over to you." Um, yeah, yeah. And he also buffed. And you were like, "Okay." He said he buffed <laughs> one. He buffed one unit with a four up invun and one with the minus one to hit. Well, the four up invun's a complete waste of time because I'm he, they've got yeah, four. Yeah, that's eight, going anywhere. So. In went a 10-man and uh, um, some sky weavers on the right-hand flank, and that 10-man unit of Terminators died. Easy. I then died on the fight back, obviously, but, you know, that's all fine. Um, he'd also moved up another 10-man unit of Terminators on the far side. Um, I, th- I quite like the move I made here. I used two units of um 10 mans, one which was had been, they'd both, both been in the halfway board on either of the ruins. Um, I charged one into the front, one in behind, mm-hmm. killed the 10 man. The one on the front was able to have like half of the unit inside the cover, so couldn't be seen if didn't die, if only some of them died. The other unit was able to then consolidate into the big L in his deployment zone because he mm-hmm. had an infernal master there. Um, so it meant I now had a unit kind of in his deployment zone. I had another one hidden away. I still got my third 10 man just sat in the middle of the board, but in my deployment zone. Nice. And he can't really see anything. Um, no. And he's kind of, he shoots away some of the ones on the far left hand side, but that I get a bit luck. He kills seven of them. I've got three hidden away. I roll a one on my um, morale. Oh, lovely. So now I've got three Harlequins sat in a little ruin on an objective, which he's never going to be able to see or get to. Yeah. Um, And he's only got one 10-man blob left and kind of a few rubrics. And the rest of the game, the next two turns, I have to say, well, I'll give you um, psychic interrogation. So I missile my super cool troop master across down the middle of the board yeah. um, and he kills the five Rubik's. I get the two points for holding the objective. He psychic interrogates me. Yeah, nice. You know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. As long as, um, as, long as you drop drop a couple of turns off and it's fine, isn't it? You're yeah, exactly. Next turn, Solitaire goes in, does the same thing. And his final turn, he puts the Terminators on the middle objective and the far right objective, spreading them all out, spends like two or three minutes arranging it all. And I'm like, okay, well... I'm now just going to move my 10 troops, which have sat here doing nothing the whole game in my deployment zone. They're going to go sit on that middle objective and say it's mine. I'll mm. put a Star Weaver on my home objective. And, um, yeah, I felt like I didn't really make any mistakes in that game particularly. Yeah. Maybe one or two things where I could have gone another way, different play, but overall I was pretty happy. Um, a 190-72, um, that swing at the end of the 12 points for hold more and holding that middle oh, objective yeah, yeah. gets you like an extra four. Um, just kind of... Swung it. He, I've been tracking the score on my phone. We know how I feel about that. Like your opponent should also Always be tracking the score. Always track it. Yeah. He was surprised at this result, and I was like, "Wow, well, yeah, you should look as <laughs> <laughs> simple as that should look." Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, it was a uh, yeah. He was. I think he was a bit a bit irritated at the end that he didn't realise how big the difference was in score uh, but um no, i felt in control and i felt like i'd got off to a good start really and i think as, as you say there's an important lesson there which you, you know exactly what you like right as welcome to elves you love we love it if they're going to play the game of here's one or two things and we're just going to try and do this little this little dance that's great that's great for elves because you can pick your fights and commit on your yeah, turn and that's why you can trade which again you built lovely trading units in that list um, and that's the kind of game where you can, yeah, if you play it well as you did, you can really control that tempo. That's really awesome. Cool. What did you, what did you draw for round two? So round two, I drew Death Guard. 
So more Terminators. So I just played 30 Terminators, and I'm playing into 20 Terminators. Death Guard, okay, nice. So I'm playing David, and I know David's going to be listening to this, so hello, David. Um, hello, David. He, um, he was Vanguard Tactics, and he was ah. such a nice guy, and I'm not just saying this because Dave's, Dave's listening. Um, <laughs> he, he was genuinely a really, really enjoyable game. You know, we just get on well, and there's, you know, like you're more than happy to let people have take backs, and it's just about, like, the intent and that sort of thing. Oh, good and, spirit, yeah, nice. Um, and I would say, overall, this is probably actually my best tournament in terms of opponents just like every single opponent i had a great time with so that was really nice um so dave was running death guard which was built around the three to the last which were two five-man death shroud units might be in a five and a four i think it was two fives and ten blight lords um five of those death shrouds were in the dread claw exciting and then he had and then he had um some plague marines and some other bits um, but obviously most of the points was in Terminators. Um, again, so this was a really interesting game and this was a massive exercise in restraint because unlike the Scarab Cult Terminators, I cannot deal with those 10 Blightlord Terminators. The minus one damage is just too important. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just can't get through them anywhere near as quickly. Um, yeah. So it's all about, I don't have that safety net that I can just go and deal with one. Mm. Um, I got first turn and I kind of, tried to really be not super aggressive again. I just, you know, like hung around the edges. It was data scry salvage. So four across. I kind of oh, took over a horrible one. Span. Yeah, it's a horrible yeah. one. <laughs> so he was, he was hammering down mostly one side. I was down the other. Um, but I had a bit more of the long range and maneuverability. And I didn't really do much my first turn. Killed a few cultists. Um, and then he um, dropped his dread claw in the middle, stuck five death shroud there and went, go on in. Come on, if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is one of your till the last. So I think, I think I can do it. So in went the 10-man troop. Five you can definitely do. I also fired off a quite a nice mirror of mines, which <sighs> killed like two Death Shroud. Really? Like, that, that is brutal. That, it's so yeah. good now. It's, it's horrifically so, good The cast on a seven, so those you don't know, cast on a seven does D3 mortal wounds. Then you roll off with your opponent up to six mortal wounds. Yeah. And got beat. your opponent has to beat you. And I just kept winning. Yeah. And is like, not linked to characters or anything like that? No. So you can pick anything nice, yeah. within yeah. 18 inches. So you could do it into the Dread Claw, which is funny. I could have. You that could. would have been a complete waste. But, <laughs> it's, uh... it's funny that you could interrogate a Dread Claw. <laughs> mind, like the mental mind battle. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. Um, they went in and they did kill it. My troop master went in, killed... Um, these five plague marines. So he'd also he'd chosen Razor Banners, which is a bit of a risky um, secondary for that mission. So I kept managing to knock down his banners. Um, yeah, don't take banners against Harlequins. Don't yeah, take banners, against, don't take banners against elves. Never do they're it. They're just too quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a naughty. David, it that's was, a naughty. Uh, he, he did struggle um, with that, for especially the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did the Troop Master get back into the transport. Strat, consolidate, love that. And then on his turn, oh, it's great that yeah. He managed to somehow whiff and not kill the Star Weaver. Um, so my troop master was still alive. I was like, a result. Um, mm. so I came on to my turn, and we actually got a rule wrong here. So, Dave, if you're listening, we <laughs> thought you can't disembark if you're in combat. Um, and I was like, oh, I think I've heard this before. Now, in my next game, it came up 
And the guy was like, no, 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 you definitely can. And we've got a judge. Yeah, no, you can. You can. So you can. As you long as there's space. Embark. You've got to have space to get out. But yeah, as yeah, long yeah, as yeah. You can't embark onto a transport, which is in combat, but you can disembark. But anyway, I didn't. I moved my um, star, one wound star weaver right to the back of his far corner, got myself deadly performance, and was like, when he kills my star weaver, the troop master can get out into cover or behind in this big L mm. and cause havoc next turn. Nice. Um, and then on this turn, I was like, right, he's got the second unit of Death Shroud, they're going to run straight down the middle towards me. I'm starting to run out of ways of dealing with that. I don't want to have to deal with that, so I'm going to come at him. So troop number two launch themselves into the Death Shroud and whiff in the most incredible way. I, I think it was something like, you know, one five out of like 18 dice. It was like that sort, of, that sort of whiff. Um, and then obviously... Five Death Shroud have quite a lot of attacks. I don't know if you realise <laughs> yeah. that. I think it was approximately 42. And, it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> and they, and they, they'll just put it all on as well. It will yeah. all hit and wound. Yeah. <laughs> that um, is so good. I just died. And at this point, I looked at the board on his turn three and I went, oh, shit. Because he had this play where he could move his 10 Blight Lords, charge in. I had like a Star Weaver hovering around blocking stuff. But he could come into my Star Weaver and then hit my other flank with these Blight Lords. Mm. And I had two troop units left. I don't kill the 10 Blight Lords. I have no, no CP. I can't do any mortal wounds. I just cannot deal with them. I was mm. like, shit, 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 please don't come towards me. Thankfully, he didn't. He kind of wanted to clear his lines again. Mm. And that was kind of the crucial moment. Um, I was running out of stuff to an extent, but I did win 84-75. I think if mm. those Blight Lords come towards me, I'm not entirely sure what I have to do. I have to scramble yeah. away from them. Um, yeah. So it was a really interesting game, and I think Dave said like he took from that and to be a bit more aggressive with them later on. It's all about yeah. timing, isn't it? That's yeah, what yeah. I found. And, you, and you, have to, you have to project against Elves. You have to, it doesn't feel that Elves try and make you play in your half, and you have to force them to do the opposite. Um, and they really don't like it up in the tool. If you, yeah, that sounds like sounds like that was close. Then really close. Interesting. Yeah, no, it was a really interesting game. Highlight for him was probably the Dreadclaw flew over ten Harlequins, rolled a six, six more so die. That's D six mortal runes. Rolls another six, so just ten Harlequin troops. Oh, just go, oh that's wow, amazing, that's incredible. Uh, so gross, so gross. That's um, also I didn't know they did that. That's very yeah, cool. But, uh, I've also no, never seen Death Shroud in one before. I think that's hilarious. No, well, I haven't. That's, that's really fun. It's the flamers, isn't it? Like yeah, because they can use turn, the flamers, right? Yeah. Pops it in the middle, buffs them up to eighteen inch range. You can flame away ten. Yeah, yeah. And the elves do not sorry. like the flamers. Not like <laughs> Doesn't matter the strength three. No, no it's just that many shots. That it's good. Yeah, yeah. So um, managed to get the win. I'm sitting two and zero. Oh. Things. Yes, Excellent. you are. The dream is alive. You can Classic. see the trophy in your sights. Yeah, I'm fairly confident I'm now officially the best and greatest Harlequin to play of all time. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I then get a certain Mr. Ben Jones. Who, ben Jones. Anyone, so anyone doesn't know, he's one of the main guys of Vanguard Tactics. He's an Eldari extraordinaire. I never played Iron him. Hands are good. Then he plays Iron Hands. But. Yeah. Um, he's... Yeah, he's, he always does really, really well at Venge. No, he's, you know. he's a super talented player, yeah. Very, um, very good. He's a classy, went 5-1 at LVO. He um, lost um, the most recent big GT. He lost to the winner in his Wilson. So, yeah, very, very good player. Oh, really? Was he up against Innis? That's awesome. That, that would yeah, be the, the one previously. Yeah, he lost to the Nids. Yeah. He's crushed, been... 
as far as the elf factions go, he's always like top three of all the elf factions all the time, yeah. basically. Yeah, he's a very, very talented player. So I was feeling really confident. Um, he then went and told <laughs> me what his Eldari list does. And I was just like, this sounds absolutely horrendous. It was like 10 Swooping Hawks, 20 Dire Avengers, like 15 Windrider bikes split up, some Striking Scorpions, Howling Banshees, Obviously, access to Eldritch Storm. Eldritch Storm really got in my head. Um, yeah, it's the threat of it, isn't it? It's one of those things. It's just, it's just knowing I, that it could happen. Yeah, it really screwed with my deployment. I had to really space myself out, and he didn't even do it, the bastard. Uh-huh. Um, no, of, course so of course not. So he's, I was like, I did ask him. I was like, why didn't you do it? And he said, Well, three CP. You're kind of spread out. I didn't really need to. And you, you do lose all your other powers to do it, right? So it's one of those things yeah. where because it's a psychic action, and it it's all your farces your farces want to be doing other stuff. He was so. worried that my counter threat, but no, you can just play in him. You know, he's pre-measuring everything. He's really worried about my certain threats. This, I lose this game. I won't go into too much detail because it is a very simple trading. It's a really simple game. I can't get to him. Um, basically, yeah. I, I, the way I identify it with this army at the moment is the troops are the thing that do the damage. In this yeah. game, the troops can't get anywhere before they die. It's the mm. bikes that have to get to his stuff. He mm. knew that I didn't. So I was a bit meh with my bikes. I didn't utilize them in the way I should have. Mm. He focused down the bikes as quickly as he could. I was left with yeah. troops that would go out in the middle and then just die immediately. Um, so I certainly learned a lot. Also, I actually learned, I mean, he only fired his wind riders once the entire game, his blob of nine, because he didn't have to. So he was playing well within his, like, of his, what his yeah. army could put out. I think he was probably in the reverse situation to you game one, right? Where he's like, I can keep this in a headlock. And I yeah, can just exactly. Take he just needed to stay that yeah. distance and shoot me. And the score was 90-68. So, you know, it was reasonably close. I oh, think yeah. I could definitely run it a lot closer next time. It wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, so yeah, it was I think I definitely would learn a lot from that game. And I wanted to play against Eldari. I wanted to see what they were capable of. Um so I have a much better idea now. Yeah. They've, so, got, they've got massive power, but they are a bit of a house of cards. Yeah. Um, no, it was a brutal list, don't get me. He went oh, on yeah, and he cool. lost uh he went he lost to Leviathan the um, next game. He just couldn't kill all of the hard to kill nids. Um so finish the day two one, classic Chris. Classic Chris. That is a, that's a solid day's work, though, isn't it? If, you, if you've won two and then you've lost to one of the best players in the UK, that's yes. a pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good, good innings. <laughs> yeah. Had a uh, had a nice evening. Got some takeaway. Had a nice moment where um, went out outside the hotel. Got the delivery. Walked in. I just heard, oh, six plus plus. <laughs> and I was like, uh, hello. And it was just this guy uh, having a cigarette. And he was like, I literally last night watched your video on <laughs> preparing for tournament. I really enjoyed it. Great job. And he was two and one as well. He was taking oh, sisters. Love it. Oh, um, a hero. I know. No. So I don't hello, know. If hello, that guy. Hello, random guy. If you are listening, to <laughs> it was a pleasure. Get in touch. Um, so yeah, I'm like two and one. Cool. Let's get a nice round. Let's get that third win and let's be all really exciting. Um, The other army I did kind of want to play against was Tyranids because Mm. I wanted to obviously experience Tyranids. So as luck would have it, I got drawn against Tyranids. Um, (laughs) um, A guy called Dave, another Dave, and he was another absolute joy to play. Like He was really smiley, really friendly, really chatty. We had a great time. Um, and this was now most of my games these days you can decide by turn three you kind of know I think that's just the nature of competitive 40k this game went down to literally literally the last action of the game Um, 
he had Kraken and um, he was just, you know, lined up. He had the Maliceptor, he had a Flyrin, he had three units of Raveners, he had a couple of Carnifexes, which were part of his to the last. He had two 10-man Gargoyle units just for grabbing objectives, and then like nine Tyranid Warriors in three threes and stuff. So a pretty standard list. Now, mm. as we all know, the Maliceptor does quite a lot of Mortal Wounds, <laughs> yeah. um, and my army really does not like Mortal Wounds. I got first turn, and he had left his Maliceptor out slightly to one side, unprotected. I was like, the Maliceptor has to die. <laughs> has to die. he chosen Psychic Interrogation, but I was like, well, I've only got one thing. I was like, I could charge four bikes in, but they don't do it. It's time for the Troop Master. So, again, now this was a game where I really enjoyed it. I actually played, like, um, probably the first three turns without – no, the first two turns without moving a single 10-man model. It was just all about, the like, the Star Weavers and the five-mans and the bikes and those sorts of things. So my Troop Master – so for those who don't know, my troop master gets out of a transport. So I phantasm to the front of the line, gets out three inches, moves eight, advances D3 plus three, and then rolls a 2D6 plus six-inch charge. He's a nimble boy. Um, so he can go, yeah, he can get in anywhere. My, <laughs> yes. I've done some shooting with the Sky Weavers and Star Weavers, and they've reduced the Maliceptor a bit. My troop master fires in and does 14 wounds to this Maliceptor because on the re on the roll to wound, I rolled not a single five or six. And then I re-rolled it, because it's Chegrat's Rose, and rolled two sixes and a five. Boom. So he's ignoring invuns. So it's minus three AP. He's failed all his six up. So that's three, six, nine damage. It's then a mortal wound. And I've done the strat to give sixes to wound our immortal. So that's <laughs> five mortal wounds on top. Yeah, so that's amazing. that is dead. And um, that felt like a really important that's moment. Epic. He then makes quite a big mistake on his turn one. He's like, I'm just going to kill. I'm going to use my, uh, my Florent just to kill your um, troop master. But he doesn't psych it and shoot it away. He it just goes into just combat. goes in for the combat, and I'm like, I'm going to fight when I die. This gives me another chance, and this Florence's mm. fight is one of his till the last. Oh right! And sure enough, the Florence goes in. I'm like, cool. Well, I fight when I die, and he's like, oh no, his yeah, five four CP. So I'm like, right, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, right. No, and what I should have done was extra damage strat. I should have just yeah. put the, well, yeah. I should have put the stratagem on for extra damage. So my Chegarach Rose was four. I only Ooh, did that. Might cap at three. That might cap at three. Oh yeah, she. I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure. That's worth checking. But if I mean, obviously, amazing if you can. But it yeah. might cap. No, you are, I think you are right. Actually, might cap at three. Yeah. Anyway, I did nine wounds out of twelve. <laughs> So close to so killing close. it. So close. So obviously my troop master did die. Um, but he put some gargoyles on the middle. And this was just such an interesting game in terms of the back and forth and fighting over the middle and allocating resources. I just slight mistake on my turn too. I forgot to charge my Star Weaver into his gargoyles, his second unit of gargoyles. This was really important because it would have stopped his gargoyles from advancing, which is what they had to do to get onto the middle mm. objective. Uh, okay. um, and because he then could advance them onto the middle, otherwise you would have had to put something more important on. Mm. Um, but no, a really interesting game. Lots of back and forth, lots of play. It's coming right down to the end. I have a last go at trying to kill his Carnifex. He hasn't got to use his Flyrant for the whole game because it's been so injured. I've kept all my <laughs> characters away for Psychic Interrogation. Um, and it comes down to I've laid a bomb. He's not laid any bombs. I'm going to win by two points. He floods the middle, wipes out the middle. I'm like, I don't have anything to do. So he just pushes 
Uh, he makes a unit of sec, pushes it in. He's got bottom of turn. I'd managed to keep him to form primary one time. Yeah. So that made up for the 12 he was going to get at the end. Mm. He'd spore mined one of his um, home objectives with like four or five spore mines. <laughs> I just couldn't really send anything over to it because he was yeah. just going to get mortal wounded when it went over. So that was a really good play from him. Um, anyway, so we then work out that I'm going to win by two points. And then he realises that he can send his bloody Death Leaper to advance and do an action, because he can do that, and beat his uh, object, yeah. and he can defuse my bomb. And he defuses my bomb because I don't have a unit nearby. I'd moved this unit just up, why not, and rotted. All I had to do was keep one of those models three inches from my bomb. I didn't uh, know the specifics of the So yeah, if I'd had yeah. a model three inches away from that bomb, then done the rod, because I would have been in six inches still, yeah. you wouldn't have been able to defuse the bomb, I'd have won the game. That's, that's so, a huge ouch, moment, isn't it? What ouch. a learning that is. I think, yeah. I think that, yeah, bomb, that bomb one is a secondary that almost nobody fully understands. So I think that's a no. very easy one to have. Like I've barely used it. It, often the battle's so fraught that it doesn't come up but oh, it yeah wasn't. exactly and it was just going to be that last thing and not getting any of his to the last uh, obviously he got one psychic interrogation um, mm. he said he didn't know what would have happened if I just flooded the board would he have been able to deal with it I don't yes. know um, he would have so, I suspect yes in his case he had lots of ravenous. I mean, they did. I attempted to rush point, the Hail of Doom Eldar. I don't know about rushing the Nids. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the problem with the Hail of Doom Eldar is you've got the Wind Riders will pick up something, yeah. the Sweeping Hawks yeah. will pick up something, and the two Dire Avenger units will pick up something. Yeah, and then you've got nothing left. And yeah. then you that's the problem. Um, so no, it was pretty gutting. It was, it was such a fun game. It was pretty gutting <laughs> to lose it like that, though. What was um, the final score, Chris? Um, the final score was seventy-seven, seventy-nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's played it well I mean Nunez is nothing extremely to close that, against yeah. probably the most powerful book in the game right so yeah. that's so a really really well, good innings. I do enjoy that mission um, Colin I, I really don't really like that one I don't I really it. like that one I love I don't getting, like the bomb, getting cheeky but I like the great. I like the layout I, yes. like the, I like the layout of the terrain for the UKTC Warhammer tournaments map um, I think the bombs there's a couple of games where I've found the bombs really nice because it can it can really complicate things for an enemy army that's just trying to it is kill, kill its way to a win. If you're like, there's two actions you now need to do, otherwise yeah, yeah. I'm getting eight points that way. I don't, it doesn't matter if you're taking me five because actually that primary string is quite cancelled out with by these bombs. Yeah. Uh, that, it's quite interesting in that sense. Um, but it's, yeah. That's the Gene Cedar Colt player in you, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, thematic. Thematic. <clears throat> but I mean, that sounds like a really, really, really close game then. Yeah. phenomenal yeah no, and it, it was really enjoyable and you know I, I, not gonna lie I hate losing but actually I didn't mind uh, wouldn't didn't be mind a competitor if you like losing yeah no, that's very true but um, I, I didn't feel bad after that um, it, was, it was only on the car journey back right at the end like Chantel was chatting away and suddenly was like oh my god that's how I won the game because I couldn't pinpoint <laughs> a moment in the game but it just suddenly clicked so I was yeah. like I oh, only had to say this thing I know. Yeah. I would have done, done more by doing end. nothing. <laughs> yeah, in that rush at the end, it can be really hard to score. Exactly, and we were also thing. really low on time. It was literally yeah. we kind of like talking through it almost to an extent. So um, I was two and two, classic, um, hunting for my three two, and I got the joys of yet more thousand suns. Mm-hmm. Um, You're an expert at this point now. You've got to play a different approach. Right? 
This guy had rather do. So he did have 20 Terminators, mm. but he also had quite a lot of Flamers, an awful lot of Flamers. I looked wow. at this list, full disclosure, and I thought, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of Flamers. And so I played Matt again, lovely guy. He was 60. He loves tournaments, though, and he plays a lot of historical war games. Oh, stuff. what an absolute legend. That's awesome. And he'd only played a couple of games on TTS with his Thousand Sons, so he'd never actually taken into a tournament. He'd had a really good tournament so far, in as much as on he'd won his first two, then his final game he'd won against Imperial Guard. Overnight, the Imperial Guard player had realised that he'd chosen two secondaries from the same section, um, and he wasn't allowed to do that. So they took away the 15 points, and he got given the loss when he rocked ah. up on the Sunday morning. Um, he then played Thousand Sons Mirror, and the guy had had to make three four-up invulnerables out of three saves to win, and he'd done it. Classic. So actually, he'd gone from could quite easily have been four and zero oh to an yeah. extent, and was two two. Um, he chose two secondaries, which I was surprised at. So he chose Psychic Interrogation again which we know isn't a good choice. He also chose Stranglehold. Now, it's the mission which is Dawn of War, where you've got three on your side, three on the other, in that weird layout by yeah. the conviction. And I was like, Stranglehold, that's a ridiculous choice. What is he playing at? Mm. So this is weird. Anyway, he then forward deploys his flamer rubrics right on the far side. And I'm like, oh, well, that's where I put two bloody ten-mans right in my L, so I'm going to have to phantasm. Um, as long as I go um for a second but i'm like i really really want to go first in this game really want to obviously i went second he then rolled a three on the redeploy so he got to redeploy three units as well which makes the cat and mouse game for me trying to hide a lot trickier there is nowhere i can hide from these flamers okay there is nowhere i can hide because of the way it's no, put i end up lining me. them along the backboard edge which is just out. So if you think the deployment's 10 inches, he's got to be nine eyes. That's 19 inches. A six inch move and a 12 inch flamer is 18 inches. So in theory, but you can't have, because of coherency, you can't have it all in one line. You've got to have something doubled mm. out the front. So he's just therefore in range with his flamers. So I'm like, right, okay, I can't hide anywhere. Wherever I go, he's going to be able to shoot me. And I'm thinking this could hurt quite a lot. So, the main thing here, and I don't really need to talk about the game because it's all over after turn one. The main thing here <laughs> is that every Thousand Suns player I played is quite naturally defensive, especially yeah. Lee. Lee yeah. likes to sit in his play, plays in his half, waits for you to come to him, pew, pew, pew. They are defensive reactive to take it back to our play styles. Yeah, uh, conversation from the other day. 100%. Matt is not that sort of guy. <laughs> Matt <laughs> picks up one unit of 10 Terminators and sticks it in the middle of the board. Picks up the other 10 unit of Terminators with the Cult of Duplicity yeah. um, power, sticks it down my right flank, and then just <laughs> proceeds to fire all of the Flamers and all of the Terminator shots at anything <laughs> he can see. Yeah. And at the end of that, everything he could see was dead. And uh, that was right like, definitely the right way to handle elves. <laughs> well, it's what you said, Tom, isn't it? If you yeah. come at you, big. you've got to you've got to you've got to uproot them because the whole elf game is is rather assuming that they're going to get to go to you and dance around and. And the Harlequins game needs that, right? You're getting points for doing that. But that is that is a hell of an alpha, isn't it? <laughs> it was yeah, quite 20 beautiful. Terminators in all the flamer rubrics in the world. I lost uh, two Ten Mans. I lost a Star Weaver. I lost a Troop Master. I lost a Shadow Seer. And I lost another Five Man. <laughs> uh, 
was just so much stuff. It's just like, uh, uh. I mean, in points uh, terms, you're not out of it, are you? Like, you've still got stuff, but it's just the fact that the whole battle's then going to happen to deal with that. And I'm going to recover okay. from that. Well, I know what's going to happen now. My one of my ten mans in the middle is going to go and fuck up your well, your <laughs> ten man Terminator, which is the minus one to hit. So sure enough, that fires in. I kill the ten man Terminator, yeah, yeah. and that was pretty much the only enjoyable moment in that game. Um, <laughs> I have to obviously keep throwing stuff out and onto the objective, trying to score some points. His turn, his choice of stranglehold obviously turns out to be an absolute revelation because he's got everything. <laughs> yeah, he's got a very different plan in mind. At one point, his spawn need a six-inch charge, and he rolls an eleven. He's got five spawn, and what this means is he sticks two, like one or two spawn on the actual target, which was like one Skyweaver, and everything else swings eleven inches across the board, yeah. piles in three, consolidates three, and he's suddenly it's on like my objective. Stuart McIntyre school of charges. Right? Yeah, sounds like, like he's a good player. He's, he does sound like he's yeah. a good player. And it was such a weird combination because he didn't know half the mission rules. He didn't know half of his own rules, but he was actually a very good player and executed the plan perfectly. Yeah. Um, so I could, you know, fair play. As I said to him, I think it's a different game, a very different game if I go first. Oh, absolutely. And he yeah. was like, and I, you know, I still feel, having played this game enough times now, I still feel reasonably confident if I go first into that game. Um, but going second, I just, I genuinely, I still have not been able to work out how I can hide. Because wherever I go, he can just see and he can get an angle with the Terminators. Mm, yeah. Um, and I just don't know how. I mean, mate, I'm sure there is a way, but I haven't worked it out. No, there's, there's shades of I, I, when I lost with Harlequins to Lee Churchwood's EC. It's that same thing where just yeah, with 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 the freedom to pick your fights turn one and deploy in the right places, you just end up so on the back foot and losing so much stuff that it's it's really hard. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that was me finishing two three. Um. Objectively. 2-3 with Harlequins is obviously not great. Um, but if I look, go back to my goals, did I enjoy playing the army? I really enjoyed playing the army. That's they were good. a lot of fun. Um, it was just the right amount. It wasn't too many units. We've spoken before about how I hate having option overload. It wasn't too many units. I had the stuff that I wanted to to do its thing. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I got to play against Tyranids. I got to play against Eldari. So I learned a lot that way. I learned a lot about how much my output is. Um yeah. I also, you, played, you played essentially all of the best armies in the game at the moment, right? Really, I think, I yeah, think exactly. Thousands are definitely in there at the moment. They are maybe good. not so much Death Guard. Death, yeah, Death Guard maybe not so much. Although that sounded like quite a spicy Death Guard list. Yeah, and, and he went three two. Gives you that problem with um, the Terminators. Well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed like the overall weekend, and just to put it in perspective, and this is where I'm gonna say this: the guy I lost by two points to played Tau in his fifth game. And on that mission, I reckon I got quite a good game into Tau. Um, oh, yeah, you love Tau. And uh, the guy I beat, uh, I lost to, David Wisnids, beat Tau with 80 points and came 29th. Oof. So I, I think there's a definite chance that if I had done that thing, I could have come 29th instead of 168th. And then That's this is a very different feel, very different feeling afterwards. For sure. Um, so that's my what if moment there. But, <laughs> we'll let you yeah, have I, it. I'm a historian. I, I hate counterfactuals, but I'll let you have it. That's very good. Very good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we've got an event in two weeks' time. I've made some list adjustments, and I think I'm going to stick with Harlequins till the LGT. Very yeah. nice. I mean, they're awesome. I think I think your list is is really cool. I, as I say, I think obviously the data on Harlequins still puts them high up, but actually, I think. 
I think in the UK scene and at top UK events, they've got their work cut out. There's lots of stuff out there that can hurt you. It's a really interesting dance you have to do. You can't just blow stuff away. It's got to be this really cagey, sensible timing game that you're playing. And I think you will you will learn tons. And there's just me- so much melee. stuff that I yeah. didn't utilize. You know, yeah. like my solitaire was crap the whole weekend. My shadow seer had the minus one attack aura. And um, obviously minus one to wound. Shadow Seer was normally hidden away because of hiding yeah, from yeah. like this is, this is the thing with the Shadow Seer. Yeah. When you're launching things forward, well, that minus one attack aura doesn't come into play. No. And they're not you're coming using at you. You're to kill something. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like lots of those little things. Um, one troop master is amazing. The other troop master, auto hitting, wounding on twos. He just doesn't do that much, to be honest. He's all right. Um, yeah, he's not world beating. He wasn't. So yeah, my... Yeah, we'll talk about our lists for Saf and Sam in a bit, but um, yeah. I've, oh yeah, I've of made course we could. In fact, we, I mean, we could roll straight through to that. Yeah, cause that's going to make sense, sense right? Because yeah. this is this is reiteration, evolution, evolution. So to to take take us through to our next section, and, and well done, Chris. As I say, I, I think I think again, process oriented. You did all the things you set out to do. Sounds like you had great close games, yeah. and your own. It's only going to continue to improve from there. So I don't. I don't think. I don't think worrying too much about two three or otherwise is 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 too mm-hmm. important yeah it sounds, exactly. like, it sounds like the bedrock got laid and i think it's really exciting to see what the next things are going to be and we may see that very soon mm. uh, but let's so let's talk through it so we're, we, we've got some events coming up i'm going to the Goonhammer open um we'll talk about me last because we'll talk about saffron slam next but uh yourself and lee are both going to saffron slam right yeah so you yourself are obviously sticking on harlequins so talk us through how you mentally have sort of built on the experience you've just had and what your sort of changes for Saffron Slam are going to be. What are you taking? So I think fundamentally the first thing you need to decide on is uh, how many 10-man troop units do you want? It's an interesting one because if you look at yeah. all the lists doing well at the moment, none of them have 10-mans. Yeah, um, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's really interesting. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you deal with Terminators? I don't understand that. But I mean, maybe it's just I've just yeah. spent my entire weekend yeah. playing against Terminators but I'm like, sure, you need to be able to deal with 10 Scarab Occult Terminators. Um, so I yeah. I want to – I'm still obviously trying to learn. I'm trying to work out what works for me. Um, so mm. I've gone down to two 10-mans, partly okay. because um, of points, but also because terrain will probably mean – I don't know what the terrain is going to be. It's probably going to be slightly less than the UKTC um, yeah. one. And so I don't want to have to be trying to hide four 10-mans because I don't think I'd be able to do it. So I've gone down to two 10-mans. Then I thought my characters, that Troop Master has to stay. The Shadow Seer is just a useful utility piece. I know it means I can't take a paw against Grey Knights, which is a big shame. And that might... The Shadow Seer didn't do a huge amount. It's just like a nice piece to have. Um, But maybe I do end up going two Troop Masters. Not sure. Um... I've kept the same bikes for four two. I would actually like more bikes, um, Burnley, um, because actually they are quite handy. Their output isn't great, but they're it's half decent. But also, a squad of a bike of five can actually rod reasonably quite well. Yeah, that's true. Fairly low risk. I quite often chose rod and was only happy was just getting my eight really. Yeah, um, but actually a five would be quite a low-risk rod opportunity, um, just yeah. a nice little utility piece. So that might be something I end up trying to work in. Mm, um, I've then got two Void Weavers, just two lone Void Weavers. I wanted to take four. It's just so points-intensive. I'll see what two singles do. 
there's every chance that actually they'll get dropped and I'll just fill the space with more bikes. Um, but I want to try it them. It's so hard to make the case for Void Weavers, isn't it, at the, at the price point they're currently at? But yeah, exactly. A bit like, of range shooting is nice. It's another vehicle body, right, which can go get me engaged. So. Yeah, I mean, they're still quick, if nothing else, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, with luck dice, their damage output actually does become hmm. very nice. And they're quite resilient. You can make like, sure the key hits and damage gets through. But The chassis of the... I only had two Star Weavers at the weekend, but they're really hard to kill. Like, you don't they are it. extremely wounds, hard to get rid of. Yeah, six yeah. wounds, toughness five. Like, yeah, oh, that shouldn't yeah. be too hard. But minus one to hit, no reroll yeah, yeah. to hit. It's, it is actually... amount of times people are like, oh... It's still alive, and I'm like, yeah. ah, people no. fall over trying to kill one, degrade. like a lot, yeah, a lot exactly. of the time. So I've, I've got, so with my four five mans, I've got um, four star weavers. So that will, nice. um, that will just give me, that gives me six vehicles just to be a nuisance with. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I've gone a bit the other way now. So it'll be interesting to see, um, kind of how the list plays but um it should be um oh, i'm really looking forward to giving yeah, it a, i think that, that's yeah. a sense of evolution i think and it gives you a little bit more it sounds like the, the extra transports give you a bit more reach yes uh, exactly. just in case the game requires it i i i'm confused just like you are that the 10 mans don't appear more at the moment it does it Do does because like they can't go in a transport uh, yeah, I think so. Well, I see, think the, Chris, if you were the, playing into the Thousand Suns in your final game and everything was five mans in transports, the Alpha Strike wouldn't have been nearly as painful. No, but then I don't yeah. have the ability as much to do with the ten mans. Mm. Maybe that's just not so much a thing elsewhere in the yeah, world. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe you don't we're have heavily to. Heavily focused. I don't here know. In the UK. It'd be an interesting one to discuss with some people at some point. But yeah. I think having a couple in there just for for all sorts because there's all sorts of big glory units that they can yeah. take out as well. But um, but yeah, mixing it up a bit is interesting. I think. And you're happy with dark. Well. You like dark. I do like dark. Jamie and I had this discussion. He was like, well, "Why aren't you taking light?" So I broke it down. And for any Harlequin players out there, being hit on fours from outside twelve inches, cool. That's great. All the stuff that's getting shot at realistically is minus one to hit. You can make it minus two to hit with um, lightning fast. So um, you're probably going to be hitting on fours, getting hit fours anyway. Um, Firing, advancing and shooting guns, great when it's all Void Weavers. When it's nothing else, it's not that big a deal. I've actually removed every single pistol or interesting pistol yeah. from my um, army because, I, I, as I said earlier, I fired my pistols approximately three or four times the entire weekend just because yeah. you're always advancing to give yourself a better charge. Only yeah. when they're in your deployment zone, you know, when Ben Jones has stuck some striking scorpions <laughs> down a flank and you're like, okay, I'll fire my two neuro disruptors, why not? Yeah. Mm. Um, but other than that, just... No point. So, it is, it's yeah. just—it's not the way you've set out to start playing and learning them, is it? You're—you're you're, you're going at them in a very melee centric. Exactly. So I, don't I, think, I think you can—you can absolutely build light, but it would—it's much more the old boats and pistols rush style, and that's just—that's not what you're currently trying to do. So. I just don't think you can get enough—you know—enough neuros or enough fusions in a in a transport for it to be mm. worthwhile. I really do like the light strat to fall back. Um, from being charged i think that is really nice the strat the strat is awesome yeah yeah uh, i would love to have access to that strat um but you look at dark and fight on death um i said it didn't really come up in the tournament actually it did when i played into the death shroud um because he had to fight last guy so i had to accept that i was just going to die but hopefully still train up. To fight last guy i was like well yeah. i'm still going to do all my mortal wounds blah, blah, yeah. blah. um 
So and he's still really losing nice. hundreds of hundreds of points. Yeah. Um, and just the fundamental thing, quite. I mean, turning off Overwatch, don't get me wrong, that's very handy into 10 Scarab Cult Terminators. Um, but the fundamental thing was the extra AP. Yeah. yeah. Like, just. Yeah. So it sounds like it's amazing. definitely worth it at the moment. Is yeah, I, think the moment? It, I think it definitely is. I think whichever one you do, you go all in. And you're going all in on this, and I think that it yeah. makes much more sense. You're leaning it absolutely that into the what's good in, yeah, that, exactly. in that army. Rather than attacking like. back the other way. Yeah. So that's awesome. me. So we'll see. I am currently defending champion or Saffron Sam. <laughs> you, yeah. you um, Did you win two years in a row, or am I making that up? No, so I won Saffron Sam um, three, and then Jamie and I won the last doubles event. Ah, oh, that's nice. right. Yes, so, very uh, nice. So just I'm cleaning, cleaning yeah. Saffron Slam out. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to retain the crown. Wow. Yeah, make you sure will. it's a nice trophy list. Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm looking for, there's going to be a lot of nids there. I'm just looking there forward to um, progressing <laughs> the list and seeing how, um, so it plays, like, as I said, like I've, I've kind of got the Harlequin bug. I re- The meta's a bit screwed um, up. I know a lot of people are upset about competitive play at the moment, but I had really enjoyable games. Um, those those with, games sound um, way closer than they would have been a little while ago. To me, yeah. like, I so, think it's, um, it sounds like probably probably is games. aided by the fact that Harlequins are good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But you know, you're playing your custodies. Maybe there was a variety of stuff there. I mean, custodies were kind of going three and two at the event. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's I think it's reasonably okay in like the middle ground. It's all, competitive forty yeah. k is always going to be brutal. I think yeah. that three two two three area is very cutthroat at the moment, which is oh, yeah. absolutely, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's what it's all for. No, excellent. Okay. Well, there's a potential challenger to your throne. And he, we will uh, play each other at some point. Jamie's not here. He's uh, Simonius. Jamie's not here. Jamie, Jamie's, Jamie's gone down in my estimations because he's asleep. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think Jamie's going to win anything. But uh, one man who might is Lee. Uh, who is yes. here. So I uh, will be attending <laughs> my first Saffron Slam. So that will be completely new Woo! for me. Um, try and take a pop at the king. Uh, king of Saffron. <laughs> Saffron Ball. You better not miss uh, I'm sure I will because I can only hit on, <laughs> at least I can't only hit him on fours so that's something yeah <laughs> um, so this is my first event in a long time actually uh, my last event was the um, twisted uh, event in which I took the Cypress of Bellacore yeah uh, which was a long time ago actually I think that's the one where I came third or fourth with disciples over two yeah. days which, which was a really fantastic show. result yeah um, and then since then I, I sort of life has been busy Um so I've not been playing as much. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to be taking something quite different. Uh, I'm going to be taking a mixture. So I went through a lot of iterations of what I was going to take. <laughs> Originally, it was uh, Bellacore, Keepers, uh, some Demons, uh, and then a Detachment of Chaos Knights. Yeah. Which nice. I think would have been interesting. Then I went for um, Bellacore. Bellacore is very ever-present in this. Bellacore, Keepers, uh, some Lord Discordance, Sunesh obliterators and 10 terminators i thought that would be fun that would have been great uh then i went for okay well i need to get magnus in here somehow Uh, (laughs) basically lots and lots of variations and i eventually came up with a list that was um bellacore keeper loads of demons uh the new chaos knight abominant the psycho knight and magnus and i was like that's the one I've, i've cracked that and then I, I went to submit it and I thought, I can't score any points for this list. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm really missing is some good secondary objectives um, yeah. and the ability to um, have stratagems that work. Um, mm. And uh, what I really was going to miss was my cabal points. So what I did yeah. was I, I already had a list that I was planning to run before this, which was um, classic Thousand Suns list with um, 
the 20 Terminators Araman. And then I was going to run Magnus just as a bit of fun. I played against Chris and I thought it was, thought it was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, brutal in that game, but generally not great. But I thought, you know what? Let's, let's just try it out. Um, so in the end, I was like, oh, I want to run that, but I do want to run my Knight Abominant. Like, I've always wanted the Psycho Knight. Um, it feels right. So I put that in and took out 10 Terminators. So the list is now um, Araman, who got a cap. There he is. There's, there's one version of Not my one. But, That's my um, <laughs> um, Yeah, so I've got uh, Araman, uh, an Infernal Master, the two classics. You need those in any list. Um, two squads of five rubrics, which are, again, more resilient than ever, which is great. Um, mm. Ten cultists, just because I needed to have something to stand some places. Um, ten Terminators, fully kitted out with the rights of coalescence. Um, and then uh, three spawn again. I need things to stand in places and maybe get a stranglehold, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Magnus and the Abominant. So um, I'm really interested in seeing the Abominant. I've, I've, I haven't gone what I would consider the strongest, which would be to give it the old blessings of the Dark Master, mm. um, because I think that's the best way to do it. But I have given it the Cursed Rune of Fate, which I'm very excited to run. Which <laughs> it just it just bounces um, uh, attacks back, so our saves of six do a mortal wound to the attacker up to six um, and if you can get favoured of Zinch which just means to, to kill 10 models with the Abominant which you know given that you've got a gun and you've got a stubber as well and you've got psychic powers and you, you can, can fight it's that. doable and that gives you a, yeah. a permanent for a pin vault in combat as well which takes about two turns it's good uh, yeah, you've, you've run him a couple of times now, right? Yeah, he's basically um, two turns to get to that, and he's either dead before he gets to it or he gets to yeah. it. That's, and that's, um, that's nightlife, right? Yeah. <laughs> and again, the psychic powers are good. You can make him quite resilient with the, the five-up feel no pain, which I'll definitely be using. Um, yeah. Obviously, if I go second and get obliterated, then that won't be relevant. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the one for plus one to win in combat. I mean, there's, there's good stuff there. Um, mostly awesome as a stuff. giant giant thing to say right well i've got magnus i've got 10 turns and i've got a giant well, knight and that, come that's at me. the thing right because magnus i feel like can only be a beneficiary of this because suddenly there's this other big massive yeah. thing that and that's um, my logic it's yeah which one's scarier Threat which saturation. one but the other ones kept coming yeah exactly that exactly and they actually that. work quite nicely because magnus has lots of supplementary powers like death hex that he can cast very very reliably um and then mm. all of a sudden I mean, the Abominant's only AP2, but if you were to run with a Rampager and you could get in with like AP5, um, damage 8 <laughs> and stuff like that with a Maconoclast. It's like, needed. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, so I mean, naughty. That's um, so naughty. You can get it really, really spicy, but um, you'd have to run two actual attachments then. And one of the things I didn't want to do was to give up my Cabal points. And mm. more importantly, even than that, was to give up my um, secondary objectives because... That's that's what makes Thousand Suns competitive more than anything else. The data sheets are fine, yeah. um, but the, the secondaries will make them good. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, haven't played five games in a little while, so um, hopefully I can keep it together. Have you played a game in a while? No. Uh, when did I play, when did I play last? Let's see. Although I Probably the game day, right? I yeah. reckon. Oh, it was game day. Yeah, it was game day. Yeah. So that's, then, I mean, that's, okay, I like Tomic that. Tomic Laws and Slam. That's yes, like, that's yeah. a cool list, though. I think it's both cool and quite good. I think yeah. it will. It's so one of those things do that I don't think is genuinely good, but is enough sometimes to scare enough people that it can end up being good. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at a small event with like this one's got twenty four people. Yeah, um, it's you're probably gonna run into someone with a top tier list that can deal with it at some yeah. point at a two hundred man event. But yeah, this you might just thing, get lucky and not. Uh, this sort of yeah. thing, I think there's yeah. every chance. I mean, I don't want to play against it. I know we will end up playing against each other. That's what life is like. But, um, <laughs> I just don't think it plays into nids. I just don't think it does. So, 
Well, you'll definitely but, find out, won't but you? But what does? What does? What does, exactly? Give it, yeah. give it a go and see. Maybe Magnus does, I don't know. I yeah, think Magnus maybe. is good at it, actually, because... It probably is quite good at it. Plus three so. to your psychic denies, and you re-roll all your denies. Just so denial good luck the getting powers off. Yeah. Then yeah. Smash it in the face. Job done. Yeah. No invuln. AP, AP four. It'd be interesting to see. I hope that you can... I hope you can like three nids and smash them all, and then we can... <laughs> Tell that to bed we... finally. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can be like, all right, everyone. We've, we've Magnus OP, we plus... can finally come back around. Yeah. Plus plus have cured the meta. <laughs> well, I must must remember my only goal for the entire event, and remind me this on the day, Chris, is to remember that you can bring Terminators back for a CP when you cast an unmodified <laughs> die, because no matter what, I will forget that. Yeah. Man, I wish my Terminator squad was bigger. Oh yeah, Rod. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never even thought about it. Nice. Very, very cool. Um, but there's an event before that, right? There's one more event. There is an event before that. There is one more event uh, on the horizon, which is the Goonhammer Open, um, which is an event I went to last year. And it was an awesome event at which I played the worst game of 40k I've ever played in my entire life uh, on live stream for lots <laughs> I remember lots watching of people. that. <laughs> um, and just got just got completely annihilated by Death Guard um, and just had a shitter. But I had, had a fantastic event and played some really interesting games. Um, I'm so really excited to be going back there again. And I I don't really know where I'm at with with what armies I want to be sort of competing with. I'm, I know which ones I'm having fun with, sort of hobbying and playing with locally. But I don't really know like what I'm, what I'm doing. At events at the moment mm. there's not a sense of you're I don't, like me, you're sort of don't really have about. a goal I've, I've sort of nestled in sort of reasonable high places for harlequins and jacari and it's kind of like i don't know that i care about trying to push up higher than that with those um and yeah exactly a bit like yourself where i'm having a bit of fun and sort of sort of soul searching at the moment the gene sealers are still great i'm enjoying the gene sealers as well but what i decided at the time without a, a, a plan was to put it up to our our lovable internet scamps to decide and what I would take. It always goes well when we leave it up. It to always goes really inside. well. And I think the choices were Drakari, Harlequins, Ulthway, my Ulthway, Gene Sealer Cult, and Night Lords. And Night Lords were on there because we're doing a crusade locally and I started painting some Night Lords for that and I was having fun with Night Lords. Night Lords, people might know, are an obscure Chaos Space Marines <laughs> faction that no one ever takes out anywhere. Uh, currently have a win rate of I think twenty nine percent, something in that something in that territory. You do, you do your best to bring it down further. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm loving painting them, and I'm really excited to to run them. And I, I'm I'm looking. For, I think when the Chaos Space Marine books are, that's that's had the, my way into it. I'll I'll dabble around with them. Um, so I've been building them up for that. But I thought, why not? Let's put them on the pole and see. Let's roll the dice and let fate decide. And of course, the internet is very good at identifying what the correct choice is in this situation. And they're like, well, if we pick Night Lords, uh, that'll be really hard for Tom. And what I think someone <laughs> commented really on it basically saying the same, like I'm picking hard mode for you. Um, so Night Lords it was. And so I've been frantically trying to finish my Night Lords army, get them ready to go. And they are nearly ready. I've done a lot of, painted a lot of blue today. Got to do a lot of metals and, and other darker colours and basing tomorrow, but then I should basically be home and dry. And my list is a is a sort of smattering of all the things that I think are quite good in Night Lords and in Chaos Space Marines more generally. And then I likely want to run a Night Abominant because I bought the Knight's Box as well because it's really cool. You've got to have an Abominant. So you've got to have You're a Knight Abominant. Does right he make now, the list yeah. better? I don't know that he does. I don't think nice mine does. <laughs> no, I don't think mine does. But it's nice that he's there 
And um, and the Night Lords have visions. That's part of their law. So this guy has visions yeah. as well. So he he can be their friend. So I've got him. He's got the blessings of Dark Master because I'm less original than Lee, and I'm like I, I fancy having no rerolls against him all the time. I mean, it's objectively uh, better. It's but... really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. If good. I was if I was playing at all nights, one of them has to have that. Yeah. yeah. What um what uh fell bond did you take on yours? I took the one um, for an extra AP within 18 inches with the gun because I figure AP two on oh, that Volk nice. is not bad. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is actually that is actually nice on the gun. I took exploding sixes to hit in the end. Um, yeah, that's nice in too. Melee, which is which is perfectly perfectly reliable. Nine attacks. Um, nine attacks. You will get a couple of sixes if you're lucky. Um, and so yeah, so he's going to be stomping around. But supporting him, we've got two squads of ten cultists. We've got a Chaos Lord with two Lightning Claws, Jump Pack, and the Claws of the Black Hunt, and Killing Fury. So this guy puts out about 11 attacks on the charge with Exploding Sixes, re-rolling all his hits and re-rolling all his wounds. So he's he's, oh, he's nice. pretty, pretty slicey-dicey. And he's got What's the profile of the attacks when they go through? Uh, AP3, D3 damage. Strength nice. Five. Yeah, that's really nice. To be honest, he absolutely slaps. Um, yeah. He mm. can't take a punch. At all, no, because he's only a little chaos lord. <laughs> but he's got Mark of Court, so he can fight twice potentially as well. So he he hurts. Um, and I've got a sorcerer with delightful agonies because he's a Sinesh sorcerer and um, uh, warp time because moving again is quite good for night lords. Um, <laughs> so that's what I've gone with for him. And then they are backing up. We've also got ten terminators, chaos terminators with lightning claws, of seven course. combi melters, three combi bolters. <sighs> bit of a glory unit to just go and try and really hurt something very very angrily and very severely i've got uh nine warp talons and a six of warp talons to either drop down or get sort of yeeted with a with warp time over over different places and then i've got my three obliterators sinesh obliterators for the old double shoot because uh they do horrible things you just have to i can't do it. i can't write the chaos list without three obliterators it's so nice to have it in there and they do really really hurt whatever they shoot at um and then i've got two hell drakes um, Night which, Lord's I, which I also fun. love yeah. they quite like the Night Lord's strats they're quite deliver- good delivery mechanisms for Night Lord's strats Night Lord's for those that aren't initiated have amazing stratagems right the, the, the book is old and the units are a bit old and inefficient and rubbish but Night Lord's have phenomenal stratagems so if anything wins me the game it will be them um, and my two my two flamer hell drakes will basically just go and harass stuff and, and let me get my other stuff in position so it's an interesting list it's quite front foot it has to play quite aggressively and it runs out of puff quite quickly. But I'll be interested to see how it gets on uh, into this current meta that we've got. If you can come away with a win or two, I think that'd be... I'd, lo- I'd love to get a win. win. I I'd love win. to get a win. I reckon I can get a win. I bet I'd love so. to get a win or two. But we'll we'll find out. Two. It just depends on the path that you end up on. 3-2. Oh, that's, that's stratospheric. Oh. I love that. Uh, that'd yeah. be insane, wouldn't it? That'd be insane. Back but we will, we'll find out. I kind of want to play Tau all the time because then I can... Sort of tie them up with with no shut no down all the auras, no falling back. <laughs> the it does feel like yeah, it does feel like that's an army where their lack of any other phases would hurt them. But um, that's nah, going to be it's going to be really fun. I think it will be a bit of an adventure, and I will be documenting it uh, every step of the way this weekend. Go on stream again, ideally, we'd love to see. I, it. Ideally, I mean, I ho- Mikey, hopefully, if he knows what's good for him, will put me on stream into like Tyranids or something. <laughs> 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 And we can just watch what what happens when a two hundred point unit with one wound per model walks into a heavy <laughs> heavy barrage of mortal. Just, just go somewhere near a maliceptor, not even in front of it, but just somewhere around. 
oh, just so sad. But yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I, I have given myself too much to do. I must stop setting myself up with huge amounts of paintings oh, to do just before an event. You do like to paint an entire army in one week. It's, yeah, it's this has been happening a lot. It. This has been happening a lot in the last few weeks. This was this wasn't all in one week. Luckily, this I had slightly more time this time, but not. Like I was, I was eyeing up the nights like how quickly could I get this? Not yeah, for South yeah, Slam, yeah, but like yeah. events in like a couple of weeks. Like I reckon you can blitz them. I reckon you can. Well, we have got a team event in July. So yeah, maybe. but you told me you didn't want nights there. Yeah, you're so. right. You're taking thousands on, so that's the end of that. <laughs> Unless Cow's nights turn out to be amazing, but uh... our fearless leader, everybody. We don't know if they're amazing, but as I say, if John Lennon writes an article in Goonhammer about them, then it usually means they're pretty good. Hmm. Um, he wouldn't wouldn't dare attach his name to them if they weren't. Um, hmm. Right. That's us. That's it. We've played Easy. some hams. We're going to play more hams. And we've talked about hams, so we're all happy. Um, it's been really lovely to chat to you both. And I, I, I think it sounds like it was a really interesting event, Chris, and I wish you both the best of luck with Saffron Slam. I'm sad I can't be there yeah. to try Try and shout take out you down. To Jamie, who bailed on this evening. Yeah, shout out to Jamie, who I hope is having a lovely sleep. But um, <laughs> he is sleep. taking grey nights. And, um, <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, excellent. Grey nights are actually quite good at the moment. Yeah. They are quite good. So I, there is every chance that he could be up there. So we'll be one, Jamie two, and well. three in some order at Saffron Sun. Yeah, we'll be here in a couple of weeks with Jamie describing how he won it. Yeah. Didn't, Didn't want to come to the pre show, but we'll come on to the glory <laughs> of winning it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Well, we have been the, we've been the plus. We've had a great time, and we will see you all again in.